It's the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show. Do you know the Mikey Bet Show? Come on, listen to the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show. Do you know the Mikey Bet Show? Yes, the Mikey Bet Show, where the bookies get on. Hey guys, before we get into the show, I want to talk about Manscaped. So recently they just sent me over the Lawnmower 4.0. And like back in the day, I used to get these razor burns and these cuts on my balls every single time. And I would have to pull my balls. It would be looking like bat wings. I don't have to do that anymore after I got the lawnmower 4.0. I have the smoothest balls I've ever had in my life. So if you guys want smooth balls, you guys can go check out manscaped.com or their Twitter handle is at manscaped. And if you guys want, you guys can use the promo code MikeyBets. That's M-I-K-E-Y-B-E-T-S. Mikey Betts, and you will get 20% off plus free shipping when you use that promo code. So go ahead, let's do that. And now let's get into the show. You and that song, Mikey Dud. I hear that song a few times a day, I swear. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. I've just been in a good mood, bro. It's been the, the Justin Fields effect. Justin Fields Feel effect. Night, night at the Roxbury effect. Same thing, you know. Cub, Cubs playing well. Aaron Rodgers not not going to Packers minicamp. I, I understand you. I get you. You're engaged. It's I heard you. Good... I heard you got engaged. Oh yeah, did get engaged. I heard about that this morning. That shit's wild. You're a fucking idiot. Ten second, Tom. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, dude, the bear. It's the bears are back. They are I'm pretty back. sure that the bears are back. OTAs are back. It's fun. I'm excited. I just went to. Uh, I went to. I don't know if you guys know Mongo. Mongo McMichael, Steve McMichaels, he has ALS. He's uh 85 great Chicago Bear legend. Went to his ALS fundraiser. It it's hard to see, Chris. It's hard to see Mongo like that. And he'll say it himself too, but it was just hard to see him like that. But you know what? He's still smiling, he's still laughing, he's still cracking his dirty jokes. So I think that's what matters most. It was a good time though. Uh that being all said. Yeah, like you said, it's uh, it's uh, an extremely tough thing to see, and you know the the character's still there, um, you know, despite his struggles. And uh, I mean, I remember watching him wrestle in WCW in the '90s. Um, that was yep. more of our era. That makes more sense than the '85 Super Bowl team. Um, so yeah, yeah just as you know, just a an awful situation. Um, you know, speaking of ALS, it was nice to see uh, uh, in a day of awareness for it in a Major League Baseball. Um, I yep. think that was on June 2nd, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, extremely uh, tough situation to, you know, for anyone to go through. But uh, you happen to be there. Yeah, you know what? Tell us more about it. 
it was a great time because you know what? I met Mongo's family. Mongo's family was the nicest family. It was so weird, man. It was the most surreal day of my life. Overall, it was it was great just to be there and support support Mongo, support everybody there. You know, when the 85 Bears, Chris, we weren't even alive and we're fans. You know, that's what's crazy to me is that's how much of an impact that Bears team has on Chicago. Which, why wouldn't, like, dude, why would you just sell that team through for the past 30 years and not try to build another team like that? Well, that's that's the thing. That's the only thing to sell. Dude, they always sell the 85 Bears, which I get it, man. But yes, back to the current Bears. Let's talk about them. I'm excited only because of Justin Fields. That is the only reason I'm excited. Are you excited for anything else? Well, I was thinking about that earlier in the week, how prior to the draft and before the Bears drafted Fields, there was almost no hope for this team, right? Wasn't it funny how the, the drafting of Justin Fields has kind of turned this 180, you know? Nobody in, talks in, about anything. In, right. In regards to Bears' optimism, I think we went from, you know, this team could maybe win five games to looking at the schedule and thinking, yeah. I think they could squeeze that one out. And you kind of play in your head when Fields m- might make that first appearance or, you know, his first start. Um, who knows? Maybe he wins. Maybe he wins before the regular season and he gets week one. I doubt that's the case, but you never know. I feel like this is going to be crazy. Oh, wait, time out. Sorry, I just got a notification. I know this is terrible, but this is also Chicago related. Derek Rose got a first place MVP vote from somebody. What the it. fuck? I get it. I get it. I mean, they they were obviously he more obviously a, turned that around. More Sorry. of us. No, I was going to say more of a sentiment sentimental. Yeah, yeah. Talking vote, about because I think, I think, I think one of the one of the most important. Well, there are a few things. The obviously Tom Thibodeau being there and yep. uh, you know continuing to do what he what he's been doing there. And then the emergence of Julius Randle. Monster. I do want to talk about NBA playoffs soon, but we I need to talk about the Bears because they've been on my mind all day. Um, and I, it, what the fuck, Chris? It's May and I'm or June and the Bears are on my mind. Yeah. Right? Well, That's the best part. I love football season because it is the best offseason. Now everyone's preparing for fantasy football. You know? True. Training camp. Well, I think training camp starts to get opened up, what, next next month? Uh, yes. If I'm not mistaken. I think OTAs. at the end. Right, yeah, at the end of July, I want to say. I don't have the schedule in front of me. But, um, yeah, because uh, I want to say it's usually around the baseball trade deadline. But I could be totally wrong. But, I yeah, you're right. as you said, the NFL regular season is a great time of year. And think about this year and the upcoming Bears season because you could potentially have two baseball teams and playoff races. So think about how exciting things could be when you have the Bears and a rookie quarterback that everyone's kind of waiting, you know, waiting to play. You have the Cubs and the White Sox potentially winning their divisions, hopefully depending on, you know, obviously how the rest of the seasons go. Um, yeah, think about how exciting that could be. And then the Bulls making off-season moves. Dude, it's 
the Chicago sports are back. 2020, the roaring 20s. Let's get those lions on the fucking museum over there roaring. It's time, dude. It's fucking time. One of the most, one of the best things to watch thus far in the offseason has been the Aaron Rodgers saga in Green Bay. Let him be happy. Let him go. If if him being happy doesn't require him to play the Bears twice a year, absolutely. You know, you saw him in Hawaii with that. I fucking forgot the actor's name. Um, But he's always, he's like a C-plus actor, dude. Why? Whatever, besides the point. Um, I personally think, and I kind of, I placed a bet, uh, futures bet. I'm going to be talking about it later. I placed, yeah, it's a pretty good one, I think. And Aaron Rodgers is not going to be a Packer next year. Or, yeah, this year, Chris. He's not. You don't think I, so? I really, really, I, I don't want to say I got, you know, information. But I've, I've heard some things through the grapevine that Aaron Rodgers is looking at two teams. He's looking at, you know, the red, can't even say them the name but the washington football team and the denver broncos i'm leaning way more towards the uh washington football team just because of the speculation that's going on and if you guys saw on get up the other day uh they talked about how mark murphy has a packers blog on packers on the packers.com website they have a blog and some fan asked hey F the haters, basically. What what do you think about the Washington football team? They should change their name, blah, 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 this and that. And he hasn't responded to anything, any other one, but specifically to that one, the Washington football team one. And he said, Aaron Rodgers has divided up this, uh, this fan base. We're working very hard to resolve the situation, blah, 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 blah. So, and then he's like, we don't want to say anything publicly. But why respond to something about the – Washington football team. And I know I feel like that Charlie Murphy, or not Charlie Murphy, that Charlie meme from uh, It's Always Sunny where he's pointing at the map and he's like, look, see, the, here's the, like, everything points together, you know? Pepe Silva? That's yes. The, the guy he's trying to find. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking funny. You know, they're still going, dude. Good for them. Mm-hmm. I Good think season 14. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I really think that he's going to the Redskins. I think he's going to stay in the NFC, or not the Redskins, the fucking Washington football team. And then he's going to be so petty, and he's going to want to stay in the NFC, and he's going to want to play them this year. And the Redskins, or the fucking football team, is playing the Packers October 24th this year. So I think, I don't know, I don't want to say it, but I think that would be a fucking, that's a Super Bowl team right there, Chris. So you don't think Aaron Rodgers is a Packer this upcoming season? I know he's not. Like, dude, I would like – he's not going to be a Packer this year. There's no shot. He – that is irresolvable. And it's sad that you're going to pick the GM over an Aaron Rodgers. But, hey, mm-hmm. whatever. No, I, I agree. You pick Jordan over Kraus, look what happened. Kraus bounced. What did he do, bro? I don't even want to talk about it. It's terrible. Just watch the last last dance. You'll know. I was and a lot say. of people give Kraus some slack. He did do great work, obviously. Like, dude, you don't just magically get Jordan. You don't just mag- magically trade for Pippen without having some kind of balls and some kind of fucking effort. He was good, but you know, he's got to be humble at the same time, kind of thing. 
Um, worst thing I've ever seen, though, I wanted to just saw a picture of this, is why is Tim Tebow in the NFL? Yeah, it's beyond me. Dude, what the fuck is that? Um, yeah, it's old, uh, a coach, old coach doing a guy a favor. Um, yeah. Pretty much. Tony LaRouffe is shit. Well, if, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Exactly. Took the word uh, right out of your mouth. Before we, before we get into Tony LaRussa and the Sox and Cubs talk, um, are you mad that the Bears weren't in on Julio Jones? Yeah, I was because you have a franchise tag on Allen Robinson. You have two players that fucking punch their uh, teammates and can't control their anger. I think Wims is gone. And Anthony Miller... Can he, he do it every year? He fucking tweets. I'm gonna silence the haters. All right, then fucking do it. Why do you tweet every single year? Like, oh, and just then he's wait. Jump, then he's jumping off sides. Yeah, just wait till you like wait till the season starts and like we wait. And the guy puts up like 400 receiving yards, and we're supposed to. Oh hell yeah, bro! Like, dude, we just want you to produce. Stop, stop talking on Twitter about how you're like we're fucking hating on you. We're not hating. We're Everything's under a microscope in Chicago. Like you're gonna have to produce, bro. Again, like, you can't talk. Like don't, don't talk it if you can't back it up, kind of thing. Mooney, I'm fucking excited for, and Riley Ridley too. Unfortunately, Daz Newsom, he broke his collarbone. He's gonna be out for eight weeks. Hopefully, he's back. Uh, he might be back before the season, just before right. the season. But Still he's got a full commit. Jimmy Graham, mm-hmm. all these offensive weapons. But I think when you learn that Julio Jones was only traded for a second what, and a, a fifth, a second and a fifth, don't you kind of wonder why, why weren't more teams in on that? Was it the money? It's gotta be the money because we only have a million in cap space. Meanwhile, we got Nick Foles sitting on the bench with $9 million. We got Andy million or Andy million, basically. Andy and Dalton. Andy 10 million. Yeah. Andy 10. And then, uh, yeah, it's just sad. We have so much cap space towards players that aren't even going to see the field this year, and that's fucking stupid. Um, well, I, Nick think Foles, tried, I think they tried to trade. Nick they tried, Foles, and you know what? I would and wait. He, and now is the perfect time, though. Look at well, the I think he. I think he denied it. I think they tried trading him back to Philadelphia, he said I'm not no. mistaken, and he, um, he denied it. What an asshole. I'm going to stay here and I'm going to teach Justin Fields to the good Lord. Like, bro, just get the fuck out of Chicago, please. I think for him now, it's he's in the position where he knows he's probably not going to get another shot. Yeah, right? Like, it, a lot of things would have to go poorly for a team's quarterback room for him to get us, for him to get any sort of playing time. I mean, look I at hope. here, for example. Uh, he barely he's, made it. You, you assume Dalton starts for a few weeks and then fields and then um, God forbid either were hurt. They go, well, how about this question? If their intentions are starting Dalton, no matter what in week one, mm-hmm. and then he gets hurt in the preseason, would they start Nick Foles? Well, let me ask you this. Our promise is made to be broken. 
Let's say he doesn't even get injured. Let's say fucking Justin Fields outperforms Andy Dalton, and he outperforms. That's yeah. Nick that, Foles. That's best case scenario. Absolutely. Now, even worst case scenario is Andy Dalton doesn't produce. Justin Fields is slacking, and Nick Foles is the starter. That's the worst case scenario, I think personally. Best case scenario is we are able to find somebody to take a trade for Nick Foles ASAP. With Nick Foles, it's like, where are we going to put him? We got to find, this is the best time to take him somewhere, like trade him somewhere. Sell him high right now. The Packers are panicking. Mm. Worst case, why would not trade? Can they trade Andy Dalton right now? Dalton or Foles? No, Dalton. Can we? Um... Let's just why not throw a monkey in the wrench there? Technically, if we can trade Dalton, fucking hey, Packers, you guys have fucking Blake Bortles as your starter. Right. What do you want for Andy Dalton? It would be so tough to sell any team on that ten million cap. I know, man. That's the but hey, you got you got your money freed up with Rodgers. And it's just dead money anyways after the next year. You have to spend it. Might as well spend it on a quarterback and try, or they might just tank the season. It just sucks. Like, how do we dump off Foles? You can't. It's hard. He's so expensive. You got to wait for a team to fucking go out with a quarterback. A playoff team, like here, let's say the Colts get hurt. Let's say um, Carson Wentz. Yeah, Carson Wentz. Let's say he gets hurt. Perfect case scenario is to get Nick Foles on the Colts because he's got that O line, and like the Philly G said, dude, it's Nick Foles going to the Colts would be Carson Wentz's worst nightmare. That would be, but if he got injured, yeah, it literally would because he's always he's always um, talking shit. You know, he would uh, he would be. I think the idea of Foles being his backup would be a thought in the back of his mind. Oh man, he would have nightmares, dude nightmares my friend but hey that's what okay all the tools that built Carson Wentz success guess what built Andy or built Nick Foles that championship he it's the same season same shit was set up for him you know yeah but I don't know all I know is I'm excited for the fucking bear season the defense might take a step back because they're getting a little bit older Eddie Goldman's coming back. I'm excited for that. Jalen Johnson is number one. The number two is uh, Trefan. I'm pretty yep. confident about that. I like him a lot and uh, pretty confident that he could do uh, cover. But I don't know. Well, we might have to find one more corner spot, dude. Kyle Fuller being gone, I really wish we kept him. We could have right. spent that, you know, like even like that just goes back to another Ryan Pace thing. Like he's always thinking too far ahead. Like he's thinking he, he makes moves too fast sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes the moves are great, but sometimes it's like, bro, if you just fucking wait a second, you could have drafted, you know, uh, you could have drafted him and fucking uh, Justin Fields at 11 still not had to spend 10 million on Andy Dalton. Right. Well, that's, yeah, that's the, that's the angry forward. part. Is you? He's um, always you, fixing his shit, bro. Did you have to get Dalton? Did Dalton need ten million? No, he didn't. You know that's I. That's the thing I always wonder: was did he have that many more offers around the league, offering him at least nine, and the Bears felt that they had to top it? Yeah, 
I doubt do think, it. Do you think, right? That's what I'm saying. I, I just can't see any team around the NFL looking at him and being, that's the guy. No, absolutely not. That's absolutely why, I mean, not. I mean, we're, we're so excited about fields, right? And but it, I, it, it hinders the fucking fact that we have two clowns in the front office. Right. Um, the idea of Pace and his quarterback history, right, lining up with the quarterback that was falling on everyone's draft boards mm-hmm. is a lingering thought in the back of my head. Okay, what if he didn't? What if we didn't get full uh, fields? And right? he, and what do you mean? He did something. He took like a offensive lineman, or yeah, like let's say he just did something else. Let's say he drafted a quarterback in the third round and said that we were going to develop him. How would you feel then? Well, I guess well, instantly, I, I, like, I'm not inspire him. I right. Would, well, like, well, that's the thing is like I'm not disagreeing with the guy. I mm-hmm. think I think in that case. You probably take any quarterback that was best available on your draft board at that time because you need one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and Fields happened to be that guy who was still available for the Bears. I, I can't and, believe he was there. Exactly. So, uh, so I think it's just the just Bears quarterback history mm-hmm. that creates that little little thought in in my head that you know. Hey, this guy was falling. He was the number two quarterback for a period of time. And then suddenly wasn't. And then you think yeah. of Pace's history. But I I don't know. At the same time, you get super excited for Justin Fields and his playing and wanting to see, you know, him get all the playing time he can this year. But it's perceived it's uh it's carefully excited. It's a uh it's tread lightly excited. Yep. Exactly. We're, Cautious. we're positive, but we're used to being disappointed because we're Bears fans. We're 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 not completely sold, right? We might have a little bit of buyer's remorse when we're excited about the Bears, but we we were always scared. Like, oh fuck! It was kind of like when we took. Let's talk about this, Chris. It was kind of like when we were watching Game Seven. Uh, I believe it was November fourth, two thousand sixteen. November second. I want to say, yeah. When the Cubs beat the Indians nine to eight, right? Mm-hmm. Or was it eight to seven? Nine eight? That's a good question. I was going to say was nine, ten. Eight. No, it wasn't ten nine. I think it was nine eight. So when they beat them, okay, like it was like that. Remember when the comeback was happening, Chris? And I just remember we were all excited, and then we were just looking at each other like, "Oh man." And then I remember you put your head down and you fucking, you were silent. And I remember, thank God they won. Thank God. Joe Madden oh, and Joe West. Shout out to Joe West for that rain delay. The only thing that he's good for. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, uh, a, I think he's in, a, he's in a country band too. Of course he is. What, with fucking uh, the Knicks guy who plays the harmonica? Uh, Dolan? You know the the Knicks owner plays oh, yeah. in a band. Yeah, yeah. Really? Uh huh. Oh my gosh! Go look it up. You're gonna laugh. I did not know that. The only cool guy that I know that's in a band uh, that's in Chicago, besides Dan Hampton and the Six, Chicago Six, is Len Casper. When Len Casper came on our show, that was, you know, yeah. his band is dope too. Sonic, Sonic, Sonic 45. 45. Just released 45. their uh, 
just released their LP. Uh, yeah. Let this past this past Friday. That's fucking dope. Hell yeah. Shout out to Len Casper. Shout out to Sonic 45. Yeah. Len Casper what? calling games on ESPN 1000, calling Chicago White Sox games now, that is. That is, have you tuned in for any of those games, Mikey? Dude, he's wild. I like him and DJ. DJ's cool, too. Yeah, it's a very, very smooth listen. And then Boog and JD on the other side are yep. cracking me up. I I really enjoy. I think Jim Deshay is, is a hilarious dude. Yeah, and fuck uh, and Boog is growing. I think on on myself. I think the vibe is he's growing on a lot of Cub fans too. The vibes, think, huh? The chakras. It's, it's all about the vibes. It's all about the vibes, baby. All about the nerds ropes aligning. Oh, fucking down. Oh, um. Okay. Well, talk about. Let's talk about the Cubs because I know you want to. I want to talk about the Sox, and mm-hmm. I kind of want to ask you. I've I've asked you multiple times, um, but I want to ask you now that the Sox are thirty six and twenty three, right? Thirty six and twenty three. Yep, I think yeah. Now, how do you feel about them being good now? Um, you're a Cubs fan. You're not a Sox hater though, or are you a Sox hater? No, absolutely not. I mean, especially over the past few years where uh, they've really started this rebuild and uh, it's been exciting to see that. It's been uh, it kind of heartbreaking to see Eloy and Cease over there Yeah, uh, when they went over from the Cubs in the Quintana deal. But no, I, I think when I was younger, I, I probably hated the Sox. But as I've gotten older, um, they have, speaking of TV broadcasts and whatnot, they have one of the best duos around, too, in Jason Benetti and Steve Stone. So that makes it much more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they, no, definitely not a hater of the Sox. Uh, in fact, I find myself probably watching more Sox games than ever. Would you get and, a jersey no, I wouldn't go yeah. that. I wouldn't go that far, but always rep the north side for sure. But um, you know, and we've talked about this. Like, there's some things that the Cubs have done uh, that you know make you want to, you know, not root for another team, but kind of do. Yeah, look, so- at, look uh, elsewhere at least. Yeah. You know, the Cubs are. It's so fun, bro. Like I said, it's like seeing the Bulls play this year. It's like. No expectations. They're fucking doing better than we thought. Let's go, you know. But whereas to the Sox, it's like, oh, they better not lose this game or we're going to roast the fuck out of Tony La Russa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Every single game we, we lose, it's like, how the fuck are we going to blame Tony La Russa? Which, yes, because it's usually his fault 99.9% of the time, you know. Um, yeah, and that's and that's what I, I think it's hard to – really tell how valuable he is uh to that team as them as the manager because that roster is so good and i feel like behind closed doors yeah it's a totally different scene with the cubs i was i'm always going to compare the cubs and the Sox because i'm a fan of both i know that it's like oh my gosh it's like the fucking don't put ketchup on your hot dog kind of chicago thing which i get but yeah i I really never cared for football or baseball you ever had spicy ketchup Spicy ketchup, bro. It's yeah. fucking salsa, my friend. No, it isn't. 
it's a what? ketchup it's a ketchup with like a kick to it really yeah and like, uh, you can dip uh, fries into it chipotle can... peppers and shit yeah it's probably like blended with some sort of peppers but well, what same... i do is i'm an uh, egg guy i uh do you a breakfast you're a breakfast guy chris we're both breakfast guys I'm a, i fucking love I'm breakfast a, i'm just a food man in general well you know i'm a full-blown well you'll become one because as much as we we don't get breakfast because of we work in the morning mm-hmm. the days that we do have it are just amazing you know what I'm saying? It's just like my my Sundays when I get my fucking my fucking eggs. Oh my gosh, it's the best! But I was bringing it up because I mix my Cholula with my ketchup. So I've been fucking making spicy ketchup before. Spicy I was going to say you were doing spicy ketchup before it was a thing. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, dude, my omelets would always have. Now you say spicy ketchup. I just called it Cholula with ketchup. Because mm. I like a kick to my shit, dude. I, I like the Cosmo like, peppers. or I like uh, the uh, I like the Cholula with, with, I think it's lime, with a little lime kick added to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if you tried that one. It's a good one. You just asked me if I tried that one. I fucking I mean, tried it all. Well, no, some people stick to the originals, you know? Yeah. Some people don't want to, some people just stick to their, stick to their OGs. Yeah, I that's true. I can't hate on that either. Um, speaking of foods, we have a we're gonna go Mikey Betts to Maryland. Oh, I should. Mikey Betts in Maryland. That's gonna be fucking fun. In a few months, uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Jimmy's Seafood in Baltimore, dude. They're fucking hilarious. Go look up, go look up Jimmy's Seafood's tweets. Against PETA, against fucking Zach Levine. That shit is fucking hilarious. And as I said that, I think Embiid just got kicked out of the game. Really? Yep, Embiid just got kicked out of the game. He just got ejected. Oh, wait. I think he just got teed up. Wait. Let me see. Nope. Was, I, well, I was going to say, was it, was it his second technical? Dude, he tossed I mean, he, he gave the motion, like, the arm and, like, tossed him out of there. So, I'm trying to see. Maybe for, like, TV ratings or, like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he, he, he pushed doing... Gallinari because Gallinari like got up and pushed him, and then Gallin he fucking pushed Gallinari in the back, and then he said "fuck you" to the ref, and then I think he got in. I don't know if he got kicked out or not. We want to take a look at it, but anyways, uh, we're gonna go out to Maryland. We're gonna have an interview with uh, Jimmy Jimmy Seafood, dude. <laughs> hey, Jimmy Seafoods and Mikey Betts. No, it's gonna be fun. Uh, I can't wait, dude. I love fucking food. I love seafood. And that'll be so fun, dude. We'll go for the weekend. Mikey Betts goes to Maryland. Damn, that's gonna be or Mikey Betts goes to Baltimore. I think Wait, I bought I think I bought Bulls tickets from a guy named Jimmy Seafood one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tickets, tickets. Sitting on the side uh right outside on gate six by the UC. The fastest hands on the west side. Jimmy Seafood. It makes it all this talk makes me want to get to a baseball game on either side. Now that things are, I think the Cubs are getting back to 100% capacity. Um, this upcoming Friday with that series against the Cardinals, you you talk about a couple of bets you like over the weekend. That, I'm going to be talking about uh, them later. Yes. Yep. Up in the during the Mikey Betts segment, which is coming up at the at the end of the show, but yeah. Cubs are returning 200% this Friday. I think the Sox are sometime next week. I want to say when they return home. Um, 
I have a huge question to ask you actually, Chris, sure. but go ahead and finish. No, go I was ahead. just going to say, so, uh, it's, I'm definitely getting that itch to, uh, to get out and get to a game, whether it be on the, on the North side or the South side. Well, I'm going to put up a poll right now on my Twitter. You can find it at real Mikey bets. I'm going to put up a poll and I'm going to say what, which one socks or cubs who has the better food? What do you think? I, you know, like I hate to say it, Chris socks food is banging. No, I'm not going to hate you for saying that at all, Mikey Betts, because I totally agree with you. I think the food on the south side at the, at, I'm always going to say the cell, but at Guaranteed Rate Field is is some really great food. They got Beggar's Pizza, which is some of the best they oh, have. Um, I think I think you and I got them, the pierogies, fried. Yeah. Um, not fried, but pierogies. Oh, man. Oh, just were fried getting i'm getting hungry thinking about and then of course all your originals but no i totally would say guaranteed rate what about you i gotta go with guaranteed rate you know south side's the best for the food uh even when it comes to chicago regardless all your finer best foods are on the south side you know uh so definitely guaranteed rate wrigleyville has good food i do i like the popcorn Popcorn's the best over by Wrigley. You go to Garrett's too. Oh my gosh. Or Nuts on Clark. Nuts on Clark right there. They got the nuts. So that's always fun. But I mean, peanuts aren't going to fucking soothe, soothe your stomach. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I like what they've been doing in the bleachers for the socks, dude. Those fucking the beer cups. Oh, yeah. That shit's dope. Different breed out there. Maybe, Rig- uh, I feel like you go to Wrigleyville and it's just like a ha ha, everyone's having a fun time, la la la. And then you go to Wrigley and it's just like a let's get this fucking like Kuma's Corner vibes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like fights with fights, and I just I'm I'm here for it. Maybe we can do uh, Mikey Betts takes the takes on the bleachers. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, we got so much shit going down. It's gonna be so fun. I love doing this. Yep. Um, this summer, summer going to be a good summer for sure. Oh fuck yeah! And that's yeah. and that's what like it just makes things much more enjoyable. I think you've talked about it before, like with the success of your teams, just making you know sports sports in general a little more, but you know gives you a little more of a dapper mood. Man, um, yeah, dude, that shit right? fucking fills me up with serotonin more my out. fucking football teams and my basketball teams and my baseball teams are doing good and my hockey teams bro my my that, brain is just filled with serotonin that's why this this summer is going to be uh really enjoyable as cub for cub fans because uh, the expectation of the success they're having definitely wasn't there at the beginning of the season especially after trading you darvish and caratini um we definitely didn't see this. Uh, granted, they've lost uh, as of now when we're recording. I think they've lost, what, four out of their last five on this West Coast road trip. But it's exactly uh-huh. that, or West Coast road trip. So it is pretty tough uh, changing over two time zones and then playing. So I'm not too worried about it. But the fact is, when you look at this lineup and all the guys contributing, it is, I mean, it's almost, I remember we were looking at the lineup the other day and just, all the guys in this lineup that are just doing their thing to help the team win guys mm-hmm. like Sogard, Matt Duffy, 
um, Rafael Ortega, who I'm willing to bet a lot of people had never heard of before, before you got called up. Um, just all these guys are just contributing. You have guys on expiring contracts like Javi Baez, Chris Bryant. Playing Rizzo, balls Rizzo. out right now. Right. Just everything kind of seems to be in sync as to this point. And it, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens going towards the trade deadline. Because mm-hmm. let's say they they start to go on a skid, and they, you know, they have a really bad month of June and a and a bad month of July. Does that start to initiate, you know, a teardown? Not a teardown, but at least a one move of one of these big name plays, big but name players. Like, what are we doing? You know, like we're I don't want to be in Cub purgatory or baseball purgatory. You know what I'm saying? Like. Isn't it time now to make the move? Like evaluate and make the move now? Well, see, that's what that's where you kind of like lie in the middle because you could totally understand like the return on someone like Chris Bryant. If you were looking to move him, you know, the yeah. return on Craig Craig Kimbrell as well. The return on these guys would be pretty substantial and you'd probably be able to get some pretty big name prospects from teams that were willing to part ways in order to to gain an all-star type player however with the central division in the national league struggling as much as it is granted the brewers are playing okay or playing pretty well i should say mm-hmm. um the cubs are right in the thick of it why i i think it would be hard to sell to your fan base that you're gonna you know you're you're gonna start start to sell you know you're gonna right you don't see you might as well compete this year the way i look at it i mean you're and especially this too mikey is you're getting revenue from attendance now yep. you're you're getting revenue that probably wasn't accounted for i would assume mm-hmm. at least that at least at some point um so that definitely has to open up another stream of of opportunity for the cubs to maybe go out and and acquire someone at the deadline instead of selling right yeah no i agree a thousand percent it's just like yeah you kind of convinced me as you were talking about it because i mean if it's i mean danny mack touched on it last i think it was last week this is one of the most winningest groups uh, of all time for the cubs right and you haven't I mean, you had Jack Peterson this year instead and got rid of Kyle Schwarber and, you know, lost some guys along the way. But for the most part, a pretty strong core of guys who are still here. Mm-hmm. And like I said, with with the Cardinals rotation and Jack Flaherty being hurt till sometime in August, um, the Reds, I, I'm not sold on the Reds this year. I think... Like I said, I think the Cubs and Brewers are, might be the two teams to watch moving forward. Well, yeah, the, the Brewers just they have they have good pitching. That's why they can make it. Right. I think they've won nine out of their last ten, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So they've made a run. Um, they're right. They're right up there. But like I said, to, to to tell your fans you have no interest in trying to make a playoff run this year would be pretty silly like, when you're one of the most winningest right. teams. Pretty stupid, right? 
and I think, like I said, with them, with them adding more money, uh, as you know, as more fans get into the building, they they'll definitely have the assets, at least financially, to acquire pitching. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if they'll have the prospects necessarily, um, but it'll be it's a good problem to have to even be talking about adding instead of selling. Yeah, for sure. The, I saw ESPN 1000 actually compared them to, they're saying, can you compare them to the O3 team? And I feel like dude, the O3 team had way too much star power and expectation to even be talked about with this team. This is like, I, I said it in comparison to an NBA team. This is like the Knicks, you know, nobody expected this shit. You know, you you saw the odds. There was plus twenty two hundred to win the World Series for the Cubs. Right, and plus six seven or uh, one thousand right now. I'm sorry, plus one thousand. But still, and you they've been there before, bro. They know how to get there. When it's playoff time, it's playoff time. Exactly, and the thing was that was such a long time ago. It feels like now, and then the offense really struggled over the past few years and you were kind of sold. I think a lot of people were sold on this team, just simply not being what it once was and the league adapting to this team and knowing how to pitch to all these guys. And then suddenly, you know, Chris Bryant revamps his swing um, and is having an MVP type season. Javi Baez seems to be, um, you know, getting a, getting a huge, you know, huge energy from the crowd. It seems like he's thriving now that people are in the stands. Right. Um, you know, so it's, like I said, now it's like, like you said, it, you feel like this is the team of maybe not 16, but 17 and 18 and, you know, a team that was competitive. Yeah, exactly. Every, every night. And it's but, not a disappointment when they lose. It's like, uh, oh, well, Whatever. We got the next right. one. Let's hopefully we get a dub this one. You know, right. that's it's, exactly. It's exactly. Even and the um the Bears last year when we didn't expect them to make the playoffs after we saw like the, the trade or the uh what was it, week four when the Falcons mm-hmm. remember when we were like, All right, it's over. Pack your bags, let's tank for next year. And then we made the playoffs, you know? But this is a much more positive outlook with the Cubs. Absolutely. We might and see a Cubs Sox World Series. That's a potential thing, my friend. Imagine that. I mean it would be I, a that would be a great thing. But for everybody. I, I, I think I mean if we can just take some I mean just let's enjoy the ride, right? Enjoy for, the ride. For the Cubs this season because who knows really I mean what I hate happens. the guy. I hate the guy, but I know you like him. So word to LeBron just Witness history, bro. Uh, I mean, I mean, because really, I mean, I think the Cubs have the money to sign these guys, you know, all of them, but I could totally understand not wanting to. I brought up the Rizzo idea last week. I mean, I know he's a fan favorite and he does a ton for the city of Chicago. That Mikey Betts, you fucking say, my, uh, <laughs> take a picture with me. I'm just kidding. You know, but when he's, uh, he seems to be more prone to injury uh, as he's gotten older. Is that something you want to continue to pay? 
at the same time, I don't think his contract or his future contract is going to be, you know, really outrageous. Yeah, I don't think so either. But so that's all we really can do, Mikey, is enjoy the enjoy the summer as as baseball fans. There's two really good teams on both sides of town. Uh, just enjoy it nightly. Uh, in the summer, another thing that's going to add excitement is this upcoming Bulls off season. I know we are in the oh. thick of the NBA playoffs right now, yeah. but let's talk about the off. Well, actually, let's do some playoff talk and let's do some Bulls off season talk. Do some what? Bulls talk. Well, I was gonna. The Suns are still in it, but the news that Chris Paul was gonna decline his option for I think it was what 44 million 43 million yep right it was something crazy like that but he's gonna decline in in order to get probably a hundred guaranteed over three years dude he's so old man but but look what he's I mean look at the Suns team they're so fucking good I mean yeah I'm not gonna say no but you know the last two years of that contract are trash True, but I I still think everything he adds maybe off the court. Oh, absolutely! I mean, look at they barely made the playoffs last year. Right, they went what nine and zero and still didn't make the playoffs. Remember they they only made that eight and zero regular season game uh, bubble. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah in the uh, bubble, right? Yeah, it was like they were the the bubble team. They went eight and zero and still didn't make the playoffs. So I know you. I know you have a couple of stars in mind for the Bulls when we were talking before we started recording, um, but that's one you didn't mention, and we'll we'll get yes. into the other ones a little bit later. But that was one you didn't mention, and I wanted to bring up. Well, is, I'm here uh, for it too. Go okay, ahead. okay. I was just wondering if if you specifically didn't didn't want it or just just wasn't in your top three. Well. For forty three million, my man, I want Dame Willard and Zach Levine. For forty three million, what about what about thirty three million? Thirty. Oh, did you say his contract was forty three or thirty three? Well, he declined an option for forty three only because he he knows he can go out in free agency and get a three year deal at at something like let's say thirty five, right? 35 oh, a year because okay. he wants to still play right so he wants and then obviously guarantee himself more money mm-hmm. so instead of locking himself up for one more year he's gonna especially after this year uh why not you know why not try to lock yourself up for another couple of years and i wonder if the bulls have interest they should because you got billy donovan who's coached him before right yeah i think it would be a good correlation or um, the correlation between Billy Donovan and uh, Chris Paul. And I feel like Chris Paul is also a good recruit and bringing in other players. I think he can help develop Kobe White. He, Kobe White went to his camp before. He's good friends with him. Um, they always take pictures together every single time they play. They swap jerseys. So there's definitely going to be some recruiting in that sense and definitely something to see as a positive outlook for Kobe White. Mm-hmm. We can have Chris Paul be our starter and take us to places we wouldn't even imagine. And then at the same time, we can have him do what he did to Dennis Schroeder and turn him into an actual starting point guard. 
you know what I'm saying? I think that's a good right. idea for, for that. But even the same thing with Chris, uh, with Russell Westbrook. But how much do you want to pay Russell Westbrook? Goes again for, oh, well, I think it's 30, 30 some million because he's signed to a three year deal. Um, but Dane yeah. Wheeler, dude, do what you could do to trade him. I 100% in. I guess my, and I bring, I brought up Chris Paul uh, kind of knowing. I just don't know if any of those contracts are realistic for the Bulls. Yeah, yeah, they got this. There's a lot of work to do for the Bulls, my friend. They left I mean, that but, team dirty, Garpex. Yeah. Tell me why we had fucking watched Felicio one last year before they after they got fired. You know. Well, what would they? Would you want him to do? Did you? If he was just fired with them. Dude, yeah, they should have fucking ate the money and said, "Look, dude, get the fuck out of here, you big fuck." And go take, back to wherever you and take Felicio, take Felicio with, like, like just like in the cartoons where they have him by like the shirt and pants, <laughs> and they just toss no, like on Fresh Prince, they toss out jazz. Oh <laughs> yeah, <Bill>. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Ah! <laughs> 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 Yeah, sack of shit. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to get this story, and I don't know where I heard this. It must have. That's the problem. Was it a, was it a Bulls a Bulls podcast or something? But someone said like he, uh, the the ball boys at the UC loved Felicio because he was like always always like talking to him always hanging out with him and then my idea was like yeah no shit because it was probably probably his best friends on the on the none of the fucking players want to associate with Felicio half the time he's in fucking Hoffman Estates playing for the Windy City Bulls dude (laughs) fuck out of here he's going out to dinner with the ball boys on the road (laughs) the ball boys are transporting him from fucking Hoffman to Chicago every other game Bus is always leaving on purpose without him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we texted you. They uh-huh. purposely put in a different Felicio number. Oh, we texted the wrong Felicio. <laughs> our bad. Fuck him. Our, our bad. 32 years or 32 million over what? Five years? Four years? Something like that? Oh, dude. Miserable. I'll never forget when that contract came out. I was like, dude, like it's just like they, they have to be fucking with us. Like there's, yeah, there's got to be a joke. Like this is, it's not April Fools. What's going on? You know. Oh, the Bulls, the Bulls, the Bulls. Yeah, there's a lot to go on in this off season. Uh, it's unlikely for a Lillard trade. I know, I know. I don't want to keep talking about it, but it could happen. It really could happen. Well, I'm looking at looking at numbers now. I mean, well, they real have quick. some flexibility. But um, Bulls, if they land that top four pick, bro, we get to keep it. Mm-hmm. So who yeah, knows? That, I mean, the percentage is down, but oh my gosh, can you imagine that? Not even as like a player to develop, but due to, to a pick to trade for. Well, I was going to say, know? if it's a top four, yeah, I think you. I think this is the year to try to use that in a deal to move, mm-hmm. move someone who's building, um, who's got a stud, right? You know. This is a perfect opportunity for the Blazers. If we get a top four pick, okay, hey, we have the number three. We'll give you the number three, Laurie Markinen, um, and uh, 
or next year's number three. Oh well, wait, we don't even have it. I think Lori Markinen would have to be what a sign in trade. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cause, and then what else? Well, I guess depending on who you're looking to acquire, what would you have to give up? Would you have to give up Kobe White and Patrick Williams? And would yeah. you be willing to? Uh, Kobe White, uh, yeah. Dude, For you're talking Dame Lillard? Yeah, I'm sorry. But Kobe White and Zach Levine is not as effective as Dame Lillard. Well, I was going to say, if it is Dame, then yes, I'm in. I but think Chris Paul? Um. Yes, I'm in. I, I was going to say, see, my, here's the issue I'm looking at is if you, if you were to make a trade like that, the Bulls roster probably stands at, what, six guys? Yeah. And then you're, even, you're in an even tougher of a financial situation, and then you got to add all, what, how many, six, seven, eight, eight more players without your first round pick as well. So we do do we do it conservatively and we get Dennis Schroeder and uh or Lonzo or maybe even I don't know. We gotta extend fucking oh you know who I like I would love to be on the, the Bulls is Marcus Smart. I feel like a change of scenery for him. And he's a player that you hate when he's on another team, but you will love when he's on your team. He's like a Joe Kimnoa motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? He's one of those. Like I hate him because he's on the fucking Celtics. But if he was on the Bulls, I know I would love that. Like, he's just a grimy hustler player, you know. I think and that's what I, mean, I like. Him. Depending on Derek, Ro- where Derek Rose could end up, I think mm-hmm. he could also make sense with Tibbs in New York, right? I could see that working potentially. Yeah, yeah, he could definitely do that too. That would be badass because he's a gritty guy and right. uh, he doesn't have to travel too far. He's just got to go over the bridge, a couple I bridges, f- a four-hour like, drive. I feel like he's right up Tibbs' alley. Yeah, that's yeah. I think that's that's a good correlation. What about a nice trade for Kemba Walker? We see a new front office in Boston. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could be willing to move that. Well, I'm saying maybe can AK can take his an experience. You know, he could take um, what's his name here? Help me out, new. Brad Stevens. Thank you. He could take Brad Stevens. Fuck, what a journey for him. Good for him. Also, I don't like him though, but good for him. Um. What a journey. Butler, yeah. Yeah, D. D up the, uh, he did the climb ball. up the Don't get me wrong, but, like, I don't think that he deserved to get the front office after seven years of mediocrity. Right. Uh, as a as a coach, especially, like, that hot of a coaching prospect, um, he was, like, the next big thing. And then, I mean, really fizzled, right? I mean, did they ever make – I know they no. never made an NBA finals. No, nope. no. So they rebuilt. Years, remember that? No, dude. Yeah, just, and then you and then you view this as a promotion, right? So, like you said, same thing with Ainge, Danny Ainge, in from Phoenix, and the whole Steve Nash situation happened. So, I mean, he probably thinks history is going to repeat himself. I hope he chose the right guy and proves us wrong. Well, actually, I don't because I don't like the Celtics, but. You know, it'd be good for them. Uh, not a Celtics fan, though. Not a guy. Not a Celtics guy. Sorry, guys. It's it's nice to see your team, the team you're rooting for, not to be in that phase where they're looking for front office Bro. people and a head coach. We're already, we were, okay. we're there already, you know? Mm-hmm. We were there for 15 fucking years. Sadly. Um, 
not Nets. What was I going to say? Yeah, there's a lot of move. You know, I mean, we can even try to make a move for a sharpshooter. You know, we can also bring in another like Joe Harris from the Nets. That would be fun. You know, his value definitely went up this year a little bit. I think mm-hmm. we put our team. Um, I don't think he's going to be a star. I think he's going to be a great role player, but he could be the leader of a bench mob too. You know what I'm right. saying? We need to build a tough shooting guard. I think you start or shooting guard, tough bench mob. You can keep Thad, but he's not getting any younger. You know, he could be our Udonis Haslam. <laughs> and yeah, like, right. But like maybe move him to assistant coach, maybe, you know. When I saw Haslam get ejected the other day, I was stunned. One minute. Point I one was time. stunned to see that he was still in the NBA. What? No, yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. He's, he's the best. Fucking love that motherfucker. He's like, what, 39, 40? I don't know, but he looks 63. He does. He looks old. He looks old as fuck, man. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, he looks he disgusting. Graciously. But like I said, man, like, it's just, for me, I love the fact that we are back, baby. We, we got the fucking Bears back. We got the Bulls back, bro. We got the Sox back. We got the Cubs back. The Blackhawks, dude, they had a surprising season in the beginning. They kind of fizzled out at the end, but they were back for a little bit. They got to make moves. Everything is just kind of surprisingly good. Uh, minus the Blackhawks for a little bit, but I could take that. I could take the sacrifice of the Blackhawks not being good for the rest of our teams being good because for the past like 10 years, it was the other way around, right? right? The only team so winning was the Blackhawks. So, yeah. what the fuck ever? I mean, yeah, the Cubs did win in 2016, of course, but um, roaring Dude. 20s, baby, bear down, Bulls Nation, let's go. See red, like, but for the like, it's just for the Bulls, it's it's, it's exciting and. I'm excited to be in the position to be playing at this time next year. Right. Does that make sense? That, that has to be, I think that, I think they get there. I'm not sure how they get there, but I think this team is definitely going to be in the playoffs next year. It's yeah, dude, for sure. I I think the play, the odds right now are plus 1600. We're going to get into the bets in a second. Anyways. um, Yeah, dude, the bulls are at plus 1400 right now. To make the playoffs. Dude, for, for next by the year? way, I'm sorry? You said, what are they at, at for next year? Plus 1,600. Really? Yeah. To make the playoffs next year. Why would you not fucking put some peanuts on it? Yeah. That's at certain sports books. I mean, you can't go on the bigger ones, but um, we don't support the smaller illegal ones that have those plays right now available. Of course not, right, Chris? Nope, never. Not us. Couldn't be us. I uh, if we do want to do talk, ugh. playoffs right now are just amazing. Bucks are gonna get fucking swept for nothing, my friend. I do not see them last, and they're limping on their last leg. They barely fucking. I know they beat the Heat like for nothing, but it was not that impressive. Not to me. I did not think it was that impressive. The Brooklyn Nets are just disgusting, dude. Well, that, I was about to ask if the Bucks swept the Heat, and then the Bucks are going to get swept. Is that how much the Nets are just above everyone else in the East, dude? Yes, exactly. Like, dude, there is no shot for anybody. Like Frank the Tank said earlier on the show, which he's going to be on next week. We're going to talk about it with him because the Nets are absolutely on fire. There is no fucking shot that anybody is going to beat these Nets. So I would take them right now at plus one ten. Because that's as good as they're going to get. Dude, the Suns, I don't see how the Suns could even stop them if they make it into the finals. 
I and then that's who I have in the finals, unless the Clippers could possibly make it. But you're telling me that Kawhi Leonard is going to stop KD? He couldn't. He couldn't do it. I think a lot of people forget that in the Warriors if, versus the Clippers, he was injured. Even if he did, even if he could stop him, even if he could stop him, you still have Kyrie and Harden. And we, we talked about Blake Griffin off the air. I mean, how about that? Yeah, exactly. Blake Griffin, did you see that bet that I uh, placed the other day? It was just, what was it, over four, 15, right? Plus 4,000, Chris. You put down $10, you win 400 bucks to win 15, to get 15 points and win. Obviously, the win was automatic. Mm-hmm. The win was automatic, which was also stupid. They were at plus 142. They were supposed to lose against the Bucks at game one. How does that make any sense? It makes me question, what are they, like, do they want them? Like, it's it just like, what's going on kind of sometimes? Is it too good to be true kind of bet? You know? Yeah, it had to be. Yeah, it had to be because Milwaukee was, no, Brooklyn was home, weren't they? Mm-hmm. So yeah, Brooklyn, say, home. Brooklyn was home. So, yeah, to be underdogs at home, it was, yeah. Yep. A straight a straight up dog at home. That's what I'm saying. Huh. And it made and it made no fucking sense to me. But whatever. Besides the point is just I don't understand. Like, do they have no shot? And Giannis is a great player, like obviously, and he's gonna force a trade out of that that Bucks team immediately after this series because you don't get bounced for nothing and stay. You just don't do it. You don't give do me that. give me one team that you you could see him being traded to. And they're fucking 40 miles away. Come to the Bulls. But they're not going to trade in the division. I was going to say they would not. They could They could not. No, no shot. I can't ever see that. I would love it, but... You'd love to see it. Um, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder... I wonder what what spot could make sense and would make sense if you were to... If that were to be the case. Mm-hmm. But... Talking NBA playoffs here, um, Mikey, is it going to be Nets Suns? Well, it's sad because nobody's even talking about the Jazz, and the Jazz were in first place, right? right? Exactly. Jazz, I don't even give them like tonight or tomorrow or a couple of days are supposed to be favorites in, as well. The Clippers, I don't know why they're the underdogs too. They were yesterday. We're recording it right now, so this is right before the game. They're they're underdogs, the Clippers. I guess the Jazz. The Jazz are at home, obviously. But dude, you have Kawhi Leonard on your team against who? Donovan Mitchell. He's a great player. The reason, like that, I continue to watch basketball in 2017 when he or at 18, I forget, whenever he got drafted. But dude, uh, nobody's talking about the Jazz. That's kind of sad. Rudy Gobert. There's good players on that team, Bodanovich and uh, Inglis, and they got a great bench, and they got mm-hmm. Clarkson. Clarkson was wearing a Kobe jersey today, so I'm terrified. I think he's going to drop points. And if he doesn't, well, I'll hear about it later on the show today. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Clippers, man. Clippers are going to be a hot team. If if it's not the Suns, it's the Clippers. I think that's going to be our next most exciting series. It's going to be that Clippers. Uh, yeah, that Clippers-Suns series. That's going to be super fun. What do you think about that one? Yeah, that I was, that is going to be an epic matchup. Thinking about Kawhi against that team, um, you think that's going to be the case? Well, and 
Yeah, I do. I do think that's going to be the case. And I do think that the Suns are going to knock them out. Um, but I could see the Jazz upsetting. Well, that's the thing. It wouldn't even be. See, I'm, I'm saying upset. And we're not, like you said, we're not giving this team enough, enough credit. They were the one seed. Right. And, I know. Uh, I know. And I'm pushing them away. But I think that they're going to be like, look at the Maple Leafs, dude. They're always a first round exit. Since 98, the Jazz haven't went – I mean, they have gone far. But, dude, I just feel like I don't think that they're going to beat the Clippers. You might be right because I they are a very underrated team. But, dude, they barely got past the Grizzlies because I was having the same thoughts as you. I was like, dude, the Jazz are a great team. But look at how they almost struggled against Ja Morant, mm-hmm. right? Ja Morant, good for him. He's a great player. I love him to death. Like, dude, he's one of the best players in the league right now. But – I mean, really? You're the number one seed, and you got can't even play a uh, play-in team, right? You know that it's kind of sus, my friend. That is true. Well, we'll have to see how it plays out. We'll probably have uh, much more to talk about next week on next week's episode of the Mikey Betts Show. Before we say goodbye, wait. Before we say goodbye, really quick, because I just did give my Western plays, so I do mm-hmm. got to give my Eastern matchup. Okay. Hawks, okay. And Nets. Hawks are going to get blown out for nothing. Really? Yep. I think the Hawks are going to make it to the Western Conference Final. I think that they're going to beat the Philadelphia 76ers because they have no Trey Young, playoff Trey. Have you seen anything like this since Derrick Rose's performances in the playoffs? His first. No. no, and then some of, and then just the way he's. He always comes back and he's cocky. I mean, right, and I was going to say, you know, he's he's a dude that, you know, you, I take it people don't like him because he's able to talk Small little shit dude, yeah. and, then back, and then back it up. Yes, exactly. Steph Curry shit. Uh, John Starks kind of player. I love that shit, dude. Little guys that fucking can play in a big man's game. Then get them, you know what I'm saying? And they're fucking pissed because they're slow and shit about it. Use your disadvantages to your advantage. You know what I'm saying? That's why I love basketball. I love baseball and I love basketball, uh, football, Chris, because football is my favorite sport because you can be the fattest motherfucker in the world or you can be the smallest, wimpiest dude in the world. You can be the most jacked dude in the world. You'll find a spot on that team. So with that being said, um, what were we going to say? No, I was going to say we're going to wrap up this portion, but before we wrap up the episode, let's get into the Mikey Betts portion of the show. Before we get into Mikey's bets of the week, Mikey, tell me about Sugar House. Sugar House is a casino sports book, and you can go there. You can also download the app if you don't want to go there. Download the app. You guys can use the promo code MikeyBets. You'll get a $250 match bonus deposit if you guys use the promo code MikeyBets. You said up to $250? $250 schmackaroos, my friend. That's a, that's a deal. That's a deal, my friend. And again, where where would a listener go f- for this? Uh, you can go download the app. It's called Sugar House Casino and Sportsbook. So just go on wherever you get your apps, Apple, Android, uh, and you'll find it at Sugar House Casino. Thank you, Mikey Betts, for telling us about Sugar House Casino. Now let's get into your bets of the week starting tonight in the NBA on 6-9-21, June 9th, this Wednesday night. Tonight, Nuggets, Suns, who you got? 
Well, I want to start off with player props. So let's start off with Devin Booker over 1.53s made. He was off yesterday, but before every single before every other game, he has hit over two threes in every single playoff game besides the one the two nights ago. So right now it's at minus one twenty for one and a half points on Devin Booker. I would easily take that. I would take over twelve and a half points. Mikey, you on, said one and a half threes. One and a half threes made. Yeah, that, I feel that's low, isn't it? It is, dude. They have it based off his average, and that's what what's funny is they're not having it based off analytics. They're having mm-hmm. it based off the average median of what it was during his regular season, because the odds aren't making sense. This is right. like the weirdest, the weirdest line I've ever seen in a game. And now we have the Suns minus six right now, dude. I feel like this right before the game gets pushed up tonight. It's probably going to push down back to you know minus four and a half minus minus five and a half but right now it's at minus six i would not take that i would take I it on say, the other side at nuggets plus right. six i think this is the deepest it's going to get you know mm-hmm. and if and if you are going to take the nuggets play it now before it changes you're saying yeah and another one i would hit at is i would definitely take yo uh Jokic over 22 and a half points I don't know why he's so low on that one. Yesterday he only hit, or two days ago he only hit uh, twenty-two points. But this guy is a a machine. He right. just won the MVP. He's going to attack say, this yep. game. It's yep. going to be crazy. Um, so yeah, I would definitely take the over on that. Early, and then, early. Sorry, not to cut you off, Mikey. Early, yeah. early, early. Uh, future MVP for next year. Next he, year. I know, like you said, obviously Jokic was just named this year's MVP just last night. But what? uh, Shout out to the uh, the college kids. I saw that they uh, they played a futures on Jokic winning winning the the MVP. Yep, yep, they had the Suns too back in August. So they're doing well over there. Shout out to uh, shout out to Philly Godfather and the whole gang over there. And shout out to Matt, the son Matt, yep, that's who uh, yep. runs the, the college kids, dude. Mm-hmm. We gotta get him on soon. Good guy. Um, yeah, he had them. That was crazy. I couldn't believe he had that. Um I know it's somebody, super early. Somebody what? asked me, like, are you gonna put any peanuts on Steph Curry? The odds are twenty five to one right now. And I'm like, it's pretty much over. You know, because there's technically one day left before or a couple hours left before he announces. By the time mm-hmm. we release this podcast, he's probably gonna be announced, but it's not worth it. No, absolutely um, not. Next year, though, I would definitely put money on Steph Curry. Dude, Steph Curry had a great season without his full team. It's going to be insane next year. The Warriors are definitely going to have a great season next year, I believe. But, but does the addition of Clay Thompson take anything away from Curry? Um, I don't think so because we've seen how he played with him and he won to exactly previously. Now, sneaky. This is all depending on trade scenarios. My future trade scenario, I honestly, heart of hearts, this is not me being a homer. I really believe that one of the two or one of the three superstars are going to be coming to Chicago. I believe that either uh, the da- Damian Lillard and uh, Kawhi Leonard or Russell Westbrook. There's three big players like that, which we talked about earlier in the show. Um, never know, dude. Dame Lillard, if you put him in a Bulls jersey, he could easily win that MVP. Like nobody's business, you know. 
non-playoff team for two years or f- four years, and then Dame comes here. I don't know. This is a huge spot. This is that's a huge pitch. If I was the Bulls, saying, "Hey, you have a shot to win MVP here. You have a shot to bring this team around, turn this team around. We have the pieces, we have the coach, and we're ready to go." You know, so that's that's my thought. That's what I think. I would put money on whoever comes to the Bulls to win MVP if the superstar lands. If not, don't. And only the two I say is Kawhi Leonard and. Uh, Dame Lillard because Dame deserves an MVP his time is definitely coming soon right and um, it looks like they're they changed head coaches over there so we'll see what happens Uh, moving to Thursday June 10th where we have two NBA playoff games we have Nets and Bucks tell me about it Mikey Nets and Bucks I'm going with the Nets I got the Nets sweeping the Bucks there's no star power there besides besides Giannis so I definitely have them going three nothing or four nothing um, and then I want to hit up MLB plays actually right before that we have the Hawks. Um, if you guys want to have an interesting, uh, interesting stat about Hawks versus Sixers, I would always, always take the Hawks against the spread. They're seven and one right now in the playoffs against the spread. So I would definitely hammer some peanuts on the spread plus six whenever you get a chance for the Hawks. MLB plays for Thursday. Chris, I like the Dodgers minus one and a half. I've liked them minus one and a half all week because uh, they are playing the Pirates. Pirates really, to me, are not a professional baseball team. Um, fair, but, fair. <laughs> thank you. And they're playing the Dodgers. I feel like the Dodgers easily can get a two-point lead. That's at plus 102 right now. So you put down 100, you win 202. Or you get 202 back. I also got the White Sox money line. And I want to talk about, speaking of the Sox, I want to talk about a future. Right now, for the White Sox to win the World Series, it's plus 650. That's not a bad bet. Neither is the Dodgers plus 550. But I like the star power that the Sox have. They kind of have the similar storyline to what the Cubs had in 2016. You're doing great without great players, you know. And uh, you might have those players come back just in time for playoffs. We'll see how it goes. Exactly. And their move, they might have the ability... Well, they definitely have the ability to make moves at the deadline, so we'll have to see what happens. But yeah, that's a that's a I, I like that. I might have to look into that myself. Oh yeah, plus six fifty, bro. You put down a hundred, you win. You your payout seven fifty, right? Even if you put down ten, your payout seventy five. You know, it's turning peanuts into peanut butter. That's what I always say. Now let's hit it on Saturday. Let's go to the Angels versus the D backs. I'm going to take the Angels money line on that. I like the way that Joe Madden's working that team. think it's going good. think they're uh, on the way up. Cubs money line also versus the Cardinals. Yes, I'm a homer on this one. I hate the Cardinals. They, The Cubs are actually plus 102 on this one right now, but the line's probably going to change depending on who's going to pitch. And that's for Saturday. Yeah, it looks like the pitching matchup is John Gant versus Edward Elzelay. Let's switch it to hockey fans real quick. Let's talk about tomorrow night. I got the Lightning winning, and then I have the Avalanche winning by a point and a half, or over two and two goals. Now, that, this is going to be super hard. People are going to be like, dude, is this guy fucking crazy? And if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong, right? I just eat it. But it's at plus 225 right now, Chris. They're away. The momentum has shifted both ways. I feel like they're two and two right now. If you can get minus one and a half right now and the avalanche come out just fucking on fire, dude, 
plus two forty or plus two twenty five is not that bad. You put twenty five bucks down, ten bucks down, you'll win at least some cash. Uh, a future as well. I wanted to ask you about this, dude. Futures for the NHL for the Stanley Cup. I like the Avalanche. You're talking this year. Yep, I do too. I I think that um, they've looked pretty good besides a a few games this playoff run. Um, I think they probably have the most depth of teams remaining. So with that being said, we got a lot on our plate next week for our next week's show. We got I know for sure we got Frank Detain coming back. And then we got a lot more guests. We got Mike North coming on soon. We got Carm from the Carmen Yurko ESPN 1000 show. We got Matt. We got the college kids coming on. Philly G is going to be coming back. We got so many people coming on. Uh, Fred Hubner is going to be coming on. Uh, Rod Blagojevich, the governor, former governor, might be making an appearance. Dan Hampton. There's going to be a lot of stuff coming on. Uh, we might even get Sylvie and Cap to come back. It's going to be fun. Not all at once, but it's going to be fun. We appreciate you guys enjoying the show. And as I say, the show doesn't go on without you, Chris. Thank you again, and I will see you next week. Always, my man, always. All right, see you, brother. Peace.